Nikki Eastie Nelson, thank you so much for for coming on to do the show today. How's how's everyone? Good evening? man, very well, very well. Good man. Yeah, not too bad. So let's go straight into it. So hopefully you guys have seen the conversation I had with Ty and Townsend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to get your opinion about the conversation. I think it was a good op open on this conversation, man. Like, I don't really see why. I think there was some backlash about it, but I don't really see why there should have been. I think everyone was just speaking their truth at the end of the day. So I think this is what these things are for as well. Do you know what I mean? When you're on the podcast, you say what you feel in it. I don't think anyone intended anything in any negative way. So I think it was good, man. Mm -hmm. I told you, I remember saying to you it was good. Um... I think it was a good watch, man. I didn't, I didn't really think it was that like, negative. I was just, just a light conversation, just airing a few things out, innit? But remember, I sent you, I think, a couple of times, it was a bit on the fence with certain subjects, or there, there weren't no elaboration, or to elaborate on certain subjects. Because I know, I was saying to you, there's times where you're talking about something, but I don't really know what you're I might know what you're talking about. But the masses don't. Yeah. And for a podcast in getting things out in the open and information, just got to air, air everything. Don't leave anything. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's all. Really, but no, it was good. It was good. It was good. I thought it was a good watch. I enjoyed it. Um, saw the little snippets beforehand, and then obviously watched the whole thing. It was good. Good watch. Yeah. I mean, um, I remember when Easty came up to me and said. Because again, East is probably one of the most honest people. Like, mm -hmm. come on to me and say, you know, it's a good show, or to Bruce, man, you, you're kind of skirting around the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so, like, what is it that you wanted to know that we didn't talk about? Oh, I can't remember. You thought I was talking about Sam, I think. I think there was specific things. <laughs> I think it was when. Um, I think your reasons leaving. Okay. Well, that was one of the subjects, didn't you? I think they are. Yeah. Explain. You didn't really explain. But I thought I did. I don't know if he did. If he kind of skated over it. Or I mix it up with another subject. But it was something, and I said to you, listen, it's your show. Whatever subject you're talking about, just talk about it. Just be open, innit? That's what it's about. Mm. Don't... Because I could see that he was holding back. And I said, look, don't have to hold back, man. Just talk, man. And I said, at the end of the day, no one can have a go at you if it's facts and it's mm. truth. They might not like it or they might not agree... But there are some people that's not going to agree with everything you say, isn't it? Mm. But it's your your truth or your facts or how you see it, your opinion, isn't it? So that's all. Like I said, I think there were certain topics that you kind of, like Easy said, you just like scratching the surface, isn't it? You didn't really... I think maybe out of respect for certain people or certain whatever events happened at the time, you maybe didn't want to throw people on the bus, on mm. the bus, so to speak. So I kind of understood it from that perspective. But again, like what Easty's saying, man, it's your show, it's your platform, so speak your truth, man. I think what it is, yeah, you know what, it's, it's not really about throwing people under the bus, but there's certain conversations um, that shouldn't be aired. Does that make sense? Fair enough. You, does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. And like the people that know, know. Mm. And, and of course, off air, we can kind of talk about certain things because we're all in this same footballing community. Mm. So again, for me leaving, again, it was like, as I kind of said before, for my, for my own mental, well, well-being. What was your answer? What was your answer anyway? What was it? Yeah, it was, was that, like, was yeah, it yeah. You know, literally. Um, again, like I felt that, that like season when I left, um, and of course, like. There's always been a, like a running joke that I don't turn up to games. <laughs> There's always been a yeah, so. mm. and you haven't helped yourself. You haven't helped <laughs> no, yourself, and you know that yourself. No, hold on, no, no but you know you no, yourself. Again, we've had these little we, yeah, one to one conversations, conversations and I said, T, like you could be a player, and I think that was the frustration with Ray and Paul. Certain time is they want to see you on a consistent basis, isn't it? Do you know what's and, funny as well? Sorry, when I first came. I was kind of inspired by his drive and his passion. I was mm. to him like, yeah, man, come on, man, next season, like, we need you, man. Mm -hmm. like, you're going to be a big player for us. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's what we were saying. And like I said, out, outside of football, we, we we work together, innit? So we'd have our little separate conversation. I said, T, like, you need to just turn up, innit? You can't come one game, two game. Then we don't see you for three, four games. See, and, then, a- and then, no, and then, and then, and then we'll hear you're injured. Injured how? You hardly play. So we're like, when did you pick up an injury? Do you know what I mean? And it was, then you had something to do. Then it was this. Do you know what I mean? I think everyone just wanted to see because when you play and when you, when your head's on it, you're good. But I think if you play more consistently, you only get better. And I think that's what Ray and Paul wanted to see and get out of you. But it was always stop start with you a little bit. So, and then obviously the whole banter in and it just got, do you know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. So. No, I, I'm, and again, I do take you know everyone's opinion. However, the last season, I was I was available. Mm. I you know I was there. But again, let's not let's not. Yeah, but by then the competition is there though. Yeah, and that's where it started to get. Y- yeah, get yeah. Stiffer for you to even mm-hmm. get on the pitch. So but, that's why I said you didn't help yourself. But I knew I was good enough, and I think everyone knew knew um, that was. Um, I yeah, but then you're up against it, isn't it? Like I said, competition. Yeah. And at the time, that season there, it was, we was going hard. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Nick, um, can, could you summarise Independence season, uh, last season? Well, I'm mostly on the outskirts, so I'd come and watch whenever I can. Uh, I thought, I think I had a good season. Um, if you look at it as a whole um, one team stopped them doing the treble possibly um, apart from that they, there's no one else that really stood up to them really because they lost on goal difference in the league uh, lost in the cup to that team and just made the team in it yeah, yeah. that's like, that like one team so <laughs> overall like if you look at independent to me, I think they got some great players. There's some great players there, and um, in in what, some of the games I watched, the goals that were conceded, um, I think they were giveaways, and I think that's overall what let them down. I don't think, um, especially at Charco, I don't think they um, really had to work for their goals, and then the goals that Independent were scoring were good goals that they worked for. <coughs> And I think, really, that's what kind of let them down in the end. But I think, coming from the division below, I think they've had a great season. Like, they should all be proud of it. Mm. Actually, how was it playing in Division 1? Because, of course, like, was that kind of, you know, I don't know. Was that, was there a feeling like, oh, we can have to acclimatise to to high division? Or, like, what was the turning point where, like, you were like, you know what, we can, we can handle ourselves in this? I think, I think maybe... The latter half of the, the season, I think, like we we just went into it, just playing and doing doing what what we thought was natural to us. You know what I mean? Um, there wasn't really no pressure on us. Everyone expected us to be whipping boys or not really last. There was a lot of negativity surrounding us going up, but we just went and played football. Do you know what I mean? And then I feel like when it got to the latter part of the season, we was like. We're actually doing something here. Like there was some belief. Um, so yeah, it was it was a very interesting season. I feel like we can hold our heads up high. At the end of the day, we proved a lot of people wrong. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think it was about proving anyone wrong, but the table don't lie in it. We done all right. We was competitive in the cup. So yeah, man, I, I walked away happy to be honest. A bit disappointed because I feel like. We were so close, but overall, man, good season. Can I also say, I think how they should be thinking is um, like they can they show, they showed they can do it, they can compete. I, I also, like we speak a lot, I say certain games, I feel like a lot of players in that team who I would say um, are, are really good footballers, but Sometimes I think the occasion got the better of them mm. and they played within themselves. Towards the end, like he said, they just started playing and there was just, like, they were scoring goals. Like, they just didn't really have a care and they were just playing their game and I think that suits them. If they can block out 
all the other stuff, they, they shouldn't have no problems. Overall, I think, I think we had a good season. First season, Div 1. I think we had a poor start, didn't we? We started off a bit yeah, bit slow. I think we lost to a team. I think we should, I remember the team was we shouldn't have been losing to them now. Zelani Stars. Mm. Yeah, but then I think as the as the season picked up, and I think we just went on a mad run. Like the momentum just picked up, winning games, and then I think there was a little stop start in between, a couple of games cancelled and whatever. But I think we had a good season overall. If it weren't for one team, we would have probably have a trophy in the cabinet this season again. Do you know what I mean? So. And again, like, I think I put you guys, when we did the predictions, I said Independent would finish fourth. Mm. I said fourth, I think. Um, and again, I think that like, the gap between Division 1 and Division 2 is getting smaller. Because mm. I think back in the day, you know, I think when you can look at the teams in Division 1, you like they were, you know, semi-pros. Mm. Yeah, I, did, I didn't feel a big difference between Div 2 and Div 1. Like a, a big major difference in the games. Like the le- It was obviously good levels of football, but I think, yeah, I think we handled it well. I don't think people expected us to do as well as we did. No. That's one thing. So I think for me, the biggest difference is the football know-how. Mm. Like, you can't just win every game the same in it. Mm. I think when we was in Div 2 we kind of just steamrolled the league up until a certain point and then it kind of derailed. But I think this year, you can't do the same things all the time. You've got to be adaptable. You've got to be able to switch it up. It's more about all retention, I think. And and like I said, the know-hows, the slowing down tactics. And do you get what I'm saying? Those little things were, for me, were the difference this year. I think also as well, I don't think there's a lot of teams that have been like us where we started literally from, I think, Div 6? Div 5? Div, yeah, Div 6 Div or 5? Five? Five? Yes. Div 5. I think it might have been 6, wasn't it? I think Peckham was... Peckham was Div, Div 6. Was it Div 6? No, it might no, been 5. Know, I think it was Div 6. 6, six, six or 5. And then, Div, and then Div Div I am joining Div 5. So yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. I joined in Div 5. Yeah. I think. And I think we're probably one of the only teams that's like worked our way up each league. One... Won in the cup, won the league, or do you know what I mean? And consistently doing something each season and growing our team. And obviously, our names have changed over time Peckham Town, LSU, and Independent. But the core team has moved its way up in throughout the league. So, obviously, the same manager, same, obviously, players have come and gone, but it's been the same nucleus of players. So, I think we've, like what Nelson was saying about the know how, we've We've gone through games where we're down, we've won, we've come back, we've had hard games, do you know what I mean? So, like, easy games where we've just wrapped up teams real quick, took our foot off the pedal. So we've known how to... We've played so many different types of games from the easy games in, like, the early divisions right up to, that like, Div 1. So I think we've had a good all-round feel of Vets football, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, from, like I said, the easier leagues... Um, not taking away from any other team in the, in the league, but we've worked our way up, built a team, built our name and done our thing, man. So I think, like I said, Div, Div 1, I think, first season, I think we've done well. Mm. Finished second, and we finished what? Goal difference? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, on goal difference, so I think we've done good, man. There was, there was something that Nelson said, uh, which is probably, I want to talk to you, Nick, as as part of the management team, um, that the difference between Div 2 and Div 1 is the, is the, is the management know-how, how to change dif- how to change your style of play for different teams um, what are you going to bring into like the whole management side of it now because like you are like new like to the management well I haven't like conversations I've had with Ray is and, and from like watching I think independent last season so they play if they're playing a team like Charco who if, um, they they're quite they play quite fast. Independent can rise to that, but if they're playing a team um, quite slow, then Independent also plays slow. So I think like this season we want to be playing at our tempo, like every game, to how we play. That's 
one of the main things that we've spoken about. And um, we want to have a style of play and to be adaptable, like Nathan said. Um, no, sorry. Um, so we want to be able to change it up, but we want to... We, I don't want to say too much, but we have a way that we <laughs> we have a way that we want to go for this season, and um, yeah, like different ways of playing that we've been speaking about because it's been a lot. But sometimes I don't, of I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad. Like when you're playing like day for one, I don't think it's that bad in having different styles of play as well. And instead of playing one way, because when mm. you play one way, teams will just work you out real quick, yeah. and then just know how to either defend or who's the weak link, who's the, do you know what I mean? So I don't think there's anything wrong in, sometimes Div 1, you might have to have a plan A, B and C, mm. do you know what I mean? Because you're playing different teams. You might play a slower team, they ain't got pace, but they know how to defend. Yeah. You just can't get around them. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have to know how to switch up. Sometimes you might have to do the long ball team and use man's pace behind them, do you know what I mean? And sometimes knock it around team, do you know what I mean? So I think it's, I think it's good having different styles of play as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, something that independent, have which a lot of teams don't have they have an influx of players mm. 16 17 people like plus mm. you know um, do you think that was a hindrance last season i think it, i think it played a part in hindering maybe the unity of the team because i mean like if you're getting 16 17 man every day every week they're not all gonna play to get what i'm saying and then like there's always gonna be people who are a bit disgruntled people are always gonna form their little cliques and be moaning about certain things and it makes the manager's job hard in it because he's got loads of things he has to do behind the scenes and we just think oh he just picks a team and that's it but then he's got to be having maybe 17 different conversations and trying to keep this person happy and that person so I think I think it depends I think if everybody knows their role and everybody knows where they stand from the get-go then it's okay and it's easier to manage 17 different headspaces in it but if if the communication isn't there and the and the, the uni isn't there, then it can lead to the bricks falling. Do you know what I mean? So it just depends on how the situation is managed. I think. Um, Easty, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. So you're in semi-retirement. Retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Not semi. I'll, no, I would say. No, I've I've I spoke to I spoke to the gaffer Ray, and I said. Cause I was actually going to retire last summer, but now, but I looked at it and I thought, hold on. <laughs> the main goal was to the make it to Div yeah. One. Do you know what I mean? And crack Div One. Do you know what I mean? So I said, no, I can't bail out now and not give Div One a go, innit? So I said to Ray, Ray kind of knew from last season this was kind of brewing for me. And I said, um, no, I do Div One. And then, um, yeah, hang out the boots after that. Mainly because. Myri's obviously work, family, just getting time to spend my family. Do you know what I mean? So I was um takes up a lot of takes a lot of time, of your time on a Saturday. And I've been doing this consistently for like five years now. Like as soon as I hit thirty five, jump straight back to vets, do you know what I mean? So I've given my Saturdays. And Ray knows obviously I've been there from basically from the start really. So I said, Yeah, um, comes a point where plus my body man my back <laughs> I was getting injuries and I'm not I'm not feeling and then sometimes I'm not feeling my greatest because your body's not and then sometimes I'll try and play through the injuries because I want to play it's but then worse. I'm not getting the best out of myself and I'm mm. going I'm thinking oh, I might even play that good today. Mm. but it's because at the beginning of the morning I want to play in it yeah. so yeah. I'm trying to put the injury or my little niggles behind me and I'm like yeah, I can't do this for another season, do you know what I mean? So there's a little number of reasons, but that was the main reasons. Like just family, getting time. I've had two little ones in the space of three years, do you know what I mean? So I just need to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's a commitment. And I said to Ray, I did say to Ray though, if it comes to like a point where they ain't got enough players or it's bit of injuries or like, just for one week, there's just not enough, man, I'll come and play, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So I'm retired, but... <coughs> <laughs> an, odd, an odd game I might play, do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I'm retiring. I'm retiring. Um so what's kind of been the biggest highlight for you? And also as well, I I also want to say, when I was at Independent, you was probably one of the quietest people on the WhatsApp group. And it I'll say in I'll say in general, 
but mm-hmm. but see, when you speak, you speak with purpose. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. don't mix up your words. Like where does my that, mom, that? My mom always taught me. My mom always told me, speak when spoken to. Mm-hmm. I've always taught that. Just speak. I always talk. You know what I mean, sometimes just keep your mouth closed and just talk when you need to be. To, when you need to be spoken. Do you know what I mean? When you need to speak. But no, I've, I've been. Um, I thought I was pretty vocal in, in in the group with the banter and everything. I don't really like serious yeah. conversations. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes when it, sometimes in a group, he, he, some some subjects will come up. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna out of this. <laughs> like politics, semantic, um, racism talks, and I'm like, yeah, because you don't know, because you might say something and then you don't. Because remember, there's different personalities in the group, isn't it? Different opinions, and sometimes you think, you know what? Let me just stir this one. Let me just keep my mouth closed. But then sometimes when I have something to say, yeah, I do say, I do speak my mind, didn't it? And I, I find it hard. And that's why sometimes I don't say some things because I don't know who's going to rattle, do you know what I mean? And I can be very blunt, do you know what I mean? When I say, obviously, you know, <laughs> like I've, I've got you many a times outside of football, you see how I'm at work, I'm at, but um, my highlight, I'll say, biggest highlight. Do you know what? I think I would say our first cup, you know? Okay. I think our first cup, because that was a good game. That was a good final. You know what I'm going to say, innit? innit? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say. Yes, you got the man. You got man of the match, innit? Yeah, you got man of the match. Yeah, you got man of the match. What position you playing that game? Centre-back. Centre-back, yeah. Now that was a good game. That was a good game. Yeah, for, I think for our first cup, how we won it, and I think we was playing... They were Div One. They were Div One. We were Div Four. Yeah, VCD. VCD. No one gets a chance. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think they played now. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they're about now. But no, I think that. I think that was probably one of the biggest highlights for me. And then the next cup that we won mm-hmm. down at I don't even know these grounds. Was it Glebe? Was it Glebe? It wasn't Glebe. It was um, Long Lane. I think. Was it Long Lane. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I'll say our biggest highlight. I think was the first our first cup. Yeah. Um. So Nelson, you. Again, like, um, I remember when you first joined the team, it was against LSU B, and I was at uh, Wallen, Wallenham. It was the first time I saw you play. Mm. And I remember you, you came on, and like, you was, was like, you know, like, if, like the quality, like, you was kind of taking it from like the centre backs, you was, you was kind of interchanging with like everyone. I'm thinking, okay, like, we've got a player here now. Mm. And then there was a period where, it seems because again, like I think you, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're not feeling right within yourself, yeah. then you go into your shell. Definitely, yeah. And there was a period where, again, I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of left the team. Yeah. Um, can you kind of talk about that that period of of your footballing journey? So, basically, I feel like we started. That season, I think that was the beginning of season two, right? Div two, I mean. Yes. Because I joined halfway through three, I believe. And then I stayed. So mm. the beginning of Div two, we was playing games, we was winning. But for me personally, I don't think we was playing good football. And that could just be by my standards, isn't it? Maybe that's wrong for me to say that or whatever, but that was just my view. So there's a few times I'd aired my opinion I understand the management views at the time. Why are they going to change something that's winning in it? Something's working, blah, blah, blah. But in my, I could cut, it's like I could see what was going to happen. Or I believed I could see what was going to happen. And I thought that eventually you can't just beat everybody the same way. Eventually everyone's going to clock on that our strike is mad fast. And all you got to do is maybe a low block. Do you know what I mean? So then, um, I kind of felt like because I was outspoken, maybe I was seen as the black sheep, so to speak. I was always outspoken, whatever, whatever. And then um, I think it was the Catford game. We lost that game. It was a very good game. Credit to Catford that day. They'd done what they needed to do. Um, we lost. And I think there was a conversation after that game and it kind of just went a bit left. So for me, I was just like, do you know what? My headspace can't take this right now. I was kind of going through some stuff with the misses and blah, blah, blah. So for me, football was my release. It now became the thing that's causing me stress also. So I was like, do you know what? 
I need to just bounce for a little bit. And then it was hard because I don't like letting people down. I'm a kind of a people pleaser. Um, so it's like I'm letting down my friends, I'm letting down the team. But at the same time, me and the manager's not really seeing eye to eye. And looking back, I can actually say that if I was in a different headspace, it probably would have been handled different. Because I'm generally somebody who can conversate quite well in it. Um, but at the time, I was just probably angry at lots of different things, you know what I mean? So it probably just all came out the wrong way. And if I'm looking back, I can definitely say and own the fact that I could have done better in it. And I should have done for not only myself, but for my teammates, you know what I mean? So it was definitely a learning curve, man. It was, in, it was definitely a learning curve. Do you like feel that you let the team down? 100%. 100%. I mean, you wouldn't go to war. You personally wouldn't go to war and then just leave your teammates on the battlefield. Do you know what I mean? And that's the kind of feeling I took away from it. At the end of the day, like, I could have put it all to one side because really there was probably like five games left. Do you know what I mean? I probably could have just put it to one side and just carried on in it. But at the time, like I said, my headspace was just somewhere else in it so I was taking things personal whereas it probably weren't personal really I was probably moving mad and the manager's telling me I'm moving mad but I'm not trying to hear him do you know what I mean so I'm thinking I'm not in school like I'm being reprimanded for things just stupid things in it so definitely feel like I let my teammates down because we, en we ended up losing the league do you know what I mean who knows hindsight's a different thing in it like if I had played we might have won so I definitely, I definitely had that on my shoulders. Uh, Nick, so um, you're part of the management now, and how did that conversation um, uh, come about? And what are you gonna do different from Paul, who's who's kind of left independent? I don't know. Again, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn. Has he left? Has he? He's gone. Has, yeah. has, he, has he gone? So I mean, like, yeah, what are you gonna do differently? I don't know how to say, answer that really because I just do me, and I had to, that's like I'm just what well, I only know how to be one way, and that's like I'm quite um, outspoken, respectfully. Um, so like, how did it come about? It's kind of a stitch-up job. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the way at, at um, football like, level. That these lot, and then I don't even know how. And then I was one day in Halfords getting my daughter's bike and I've got text messages and phone calls that Ray's gonna call me and whatever then just had a, we had a conversation um, he spoke about how he likes to work because um, there was a perception of Ray that he's just stubborn and he does things his own way and so like when when <laughs> it's a perception. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell Ray. Sorry, I'll tell Ray. He's stubborn. It's not a perception. I'll so tell so when this, these things were happening, and people were like, oh, you should, obviously Paul's gone offered to help him because I come to the games and we speak. Um, like in the game, these guys will ask me certain things. I'll say certain things to them or what I see. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that happened. Spoke to Ray. Um, he said how he works, um, and I said I'm quite outspoken so if I like have something to say I'm gonna say it which um he received quite well um said that's what he welcomes um also he said obviously he's the manager so he he does listen he wants like um different view different opinions whatever um but if he also has something he's strongly about then he's the manager he's gonna go with it which I totally respect so we had a, um, a conversation and we spoke a few times, had a few meetings um, and just seems like it, it can work um, because my main thing was just like, I, like I said, I'm outspoken so I'm not going to just stand there and not have something to say and um, he welcomed it so I don't see how there will be any problems really but time in it, time will tell. And what's the, what's the one game where you felt independent didn't play to the full potential, uh, and why? Uh, like, come, uh, they were, most of them were friends, so I was very, very disappointed. Um, the Holloton game, 
Yeah. I, was, I, I, I thought it, I, I was like. I, Credit I, to Holland, though. You know, they're a, very, they're a good team. But I know my friends and I've watched them a lot. And I was like, that game, I, I don't want to say they was scared or whatever, but they didn't play themselves, in my opinion. Like, passing, everything. I, I don't know. It was just off. And I was, I was very disappointed watching that game. Obviously, they won it on pennies in the end. But footballing reasons like him, I don't think he did much. Um, yeah, I just wasn't impressed with that game. Didn't like that game. So that was that would be the game I'd say. Uh, what's the one thing that you think that the football league can actually change uh, or, or improve on? I think I don't know how it works, but some of the fixtures, man, the way games are just getting cancelled or the way there's like a gap, like you might not play for three, four weeks. Like, like I said, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but. For me, that kind of killed us, killed everyone last season. Do you know what I mean? It was two stop start. Um, I'm hearing now where everyone can enter more comp- football, uh, cup competitions, which is good. Um, the only thing for me, <laughs> and I think everyone's going to say similar things, is the referees, man. I just want to say that, you know. <laughs> refs. But I get it <laughs> because who wants to be a ref? And if there is, if there isn't, a, a large supply of referees then you can only work with what you got but yeah, especially I think I think when you know you're playing in Div 1 you want a, a certain level of refereeing I think when you like say Div 4 you know you're going to get the kind of games in it but Div 1 is so, it's like so serious mm. you want your refs to be serious and on it and at a certain level do you know what I mean and some of the refs we had some of that crazy man. Shocking. Terrible. But do you think clubs will actually pay more for free officials? I think we should. I think I think personally I think everyone should because it's weird, like you get your own people being a linesman. But that's, that's been but that's always been like the, the, the thing though. I get it, but then obviously am I but really that's the change gonna, we want to see though, isn't it? We shouldn't really have am to I really be. gonna everyone's going to lean towards their own team. Do you know what I mean? As much as you want to be um, unbiased, like, you don't want to see your team lose at the same time. So, I don't feel like people should be put in that situation, innit? But I get it, innit? Like, unless people are paying for linos and officials, then this is how it goes, innit? But I think that's just, just little things like that. Otherwise, I think it's all good, man, personally. I mean... For me personally, with the um, people, or not people, teams cancelling games or forfeiting points. Yeah, that's that's like that didn't make sense to me. And again, I don't know what was said within independent, but losing it on a on a game that didn't get played, like, mm. that's a bit of a kick of the teeth. I mean, I think there should be a fine for like teams that that literally give the other teams walkovers because then you will get teams that will probably turn out with eight, nine players mm. and still play mm. rather than for forfeiting a 50 or a hundred pound fine. Mm. I agree. But it's a catch 22 though, because obviously certain people just come out for the enjoyment on a Saturday. Not in Div 1. I think there is a still a couple of teams, man. In like, Div One, personally, mm. why would you give away points? And if you was that really, com- if you was that competitive and you was you was on it, why would you just forfeit a game? I think as well, it goes. Some of it goes back to what you were saying about the fixtures, where some teams have got fixtures, some don't. So those that are not competing for nothing come the end. Yeah, there's like whatever. Mm. But if all the fixtures are kind of played at the same time, then it will stay stay that way. But for whatever reason, it doesn't go that way. I also think the cup finals should happen at, at the end. end of the season. Okay. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, at least there's something, to, there's something to look forward to at the end. Do you know what I mean? That's just kind of how I've always played football. Mm. Okay. Okay. Wasn't the cup final played at the end of the season? Which? I don't know whether it was because no. of no. how the fixtures panned out this season, but I believe because that, the LSU game yeah. and the charcoal game were supposed to be played on a Wednesday or something. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, they yeah. still... We they still had like another two or three games mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know too too much about the league, but but I know. I mean, I think we all know Nana. Mm. Actually, Nana's really outspoken, and you know, he's mm. he's a kind of open, yeah. he's a kind of open guy. Um, and I know that he's like trying, and and a lot of the other committee members are trying. But again, it's it's like how much do you charge teams with the cost of living getting 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 more expensive now? Mm. And again, like with the grass pitches, they're not great. Mm. You know, like a little bit of rain, you know, teams just don't yeah. don't like want to kind of play now. So, um, you know, I, I think a few things have to change. I don't know what, but um, yeah, I I kind of thought looking at Div, you know, Div like one and looking how many games that were, you know that got cancelled, mm. it just didn't make sense to me. No, you know, yeah, I remember like I think. Speaking to uh, Dus from Santos, like there was a period of time I don't know. If, I think it's happened to them like two years in a row where they haven't played games for like three, four games, mm. and then like it's hard to build up your momentum. And I think that that kind of increases the risk of injuries and stuff as well. Like when you're playing consistent, I think it's easy to maintain your body and your mentality and the rhythm. And then just ain't got a game for four weeks is mad. Mm. I think the same thing happened speaking to Craig at Holland. Mm. And they're going for they're going for the league. That, it's a bit unfair on them as well. They're not playing for weeks. It's mad. It's crazy how it happens. Do Do you think Division One should be open to a lot more teams? Is there restrictions on it? I mean, right now, I think Hollington and Wallingham have gone up, mm. but I think there's maybe two or three teams in Division Two that would hold hold themselves, mm. in, you know, including Catford. I'm not saying Catford are going to win it, yeah, mm. but we're not going to be forfeiting games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rather than having more more divisions, mm. having you know less less divisions with more teams in, makes sense. Because again, like I think any any Premier Division that should be all all your marquee teams. Mm. How many teams got in our league? I think it's twelve. I'm not sure, you know. Because if you look. Long lane folded. Leonie Stars were teetering. Um, who else? Is it Kudum as well? No, I don't think they was in that league, was they? There was two teams that folded, though. Um, it was Long Lane and... Um, was it Bow Street? That's it. No. Bow Street? Bow Street is in our league. There was uh, Div 2. Um, I can't remember the other team then. Um, there was okay. definitely two teams that folded. Not that Johnson and... No, yes. no. Didn't they fold? I'm sure no. they fold. Didn't they merge with someone? Who merged? Two teams merged. See, that's my problem. I, I never. <laughs> I, can't remember these teams. I, don't, I don't remember all these teams, man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, like it's it's a it's a possibility. But again, I think um, we've we've probably got to bang down a few doors before that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, regarding mental well-being and mental health, I mean, is there anything that you guys do to to kind of maintain uh, like a balanced life or for me personally, I don't know. I think I just I, I talk to a lot of people and I gain perspective because I think that's vital to have different understandings and different views of situations. Because when you're going through something, you can always you're probably tunnel visioned. You probably only see it one way, but then obviously speaking to different people will give you different insights into mm. different things and help you make sense of whatever it is that you're going through. So for me personally, I try to talk to different people and just gain perspective and then just reflect a lot, man. Mm. Just reflect a lot. I think um, I think for the first time I've done it towards the end of the season, remember when I put in the group about how I was, I was vexed about not playing the last couple of mm. games, whatever. I mm. think that's probably the first time I actually really aired mm. how I felt, do you mm. know what I mean? Because mm. more time, Ray knows... There's been times where if I, get, if I get played, I mean, if I get 20 minutes, half hour, I don't really, do you know, I don't really give the gaffer too much problems. Um, but it just bugged me, man. <laughs> it bugged me that I didn't get... Now, what it was is that I think what bugged me the most, in my head, I know I'm finishing. I know I'm retiring at the end of the season. Mm. It's getting to the end. Um, I played well. A couple of men even said, yeah, Eastman, you played well. 
with Santos, with Santos, yeah, Santos. And um, even Ray, he doesn't do this a lot. <laughs> he like, he's deep, big water, baby, big water, well done, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of felt, do you know what I mean? You felt good about yourself, do you know what I mean? And then um, the next game, I was running late. But I told Ray, because he always said, like, just let us know and whatever. So I made sure I'm, I messaged him because I wanted to play the next game. Because I think it was still another big game. Was it charcoal? Was it charcoal? I think so. Was it after Santos? After yeah. Santos? No. He played it was a game between. He played the game between. Yeah, games. but I wanted to play that game to keep my momentum up. Yeah, yeah. The last guy I played well, innit? So I mentioned I'm gonna be late, whatever, whatever. I mean, Ray's spoken about this now, so we've already gone over this now. So if you, do you know what I mean, but I didn't start because I, I got there late. But even when I got there, he had just named the team, but we still didn't change him. No one had changed and. I had my kit on, because I always had my kit on underneath, do you know what I mean? So I was still kind of half ready just to go out and start warm up and whatever. But I didn't start, I didn't get on. Didn't play no minutes. The next game didn't play no minutes. That's two games in a row. And I was just bugged. I was like, bro, and that's like, that's the end of, that's the end of my football day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I ain't got no more games. Yeah. But I was vexed. And I was saying to Ray, in, I think in the last game, I think it was a good thing in it? Mm. And... I was afraid I didn't even get five minutes. I said, even if you just put me on, just a little run out for the last game, I'm going to play for independence. you know what I mean? So when I was speaking to them lot in the group, and I said, I felt, a couple of them said, nah, you can't be like that. That's selfish. And I was like, and that was the first time where I actually sat back and I thought, right, am I being selfish? Mm. <laughs> and, I get, and I actually understood what they were saying. But it still, like, personally, I was just a little bit bugged. I didn't get on, didn't even, just a little, oh, man's leaving. He's been there for a long time. Go and get five minutes. Just, But I get, when the man was saying, no, but Eastman, that game was tight. You couldn't just, you couldn't mess with nothing then. It was just too, and I got it. I had to think about it. I was like, instead of arguing back, sometimes you're too quick. People are sometimes, we're too quick just to throw something back instead of just thinking about what someone's just told you and mm-hmm. process it. So I processed it. I said, well, okay, I have to respect what the man them said. Still, it might be looking a bit selfish. But then I did speak to the gaffer after that. And the gaffer said, you know, Eastie, you had all rights to feel that way. Because, yeah, how you're thinking, I see what you're... He said mm-hmm. it, he's like, I see where you're coming from. So you don't say, don't look at it from a selfish point of view, because I see what I see how you was thinking. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, it was the type of game it was. It was mm-hmm. just too tight. It couldn't really change, tinker with the back four. And I said, no, I really get it, because even the man them said, show me the German. So I kind of processed it. So I, that already helped me pipe myself down to say, you know what, yeah. Even though I didn't, I didn't feel I was being selfish, but I still understood what the man was saying. Mm-hmm. But then I understood what, what Gaffer was saying. So it was all squashed after that and everything. So after that, it was, just, it was all good. So, yeah. do, um, do you kind of find it difficult separating your football journey to your life journey? Because having having those emotions, it's hard to just to park that outside and then coming indoors to your family and not having that feeling of, oh, you know. I know, football's easy for me. Because <laughs> my, my, my problems have been... Peak so, <laughs> football. That's it's, that's that's light work. As I said, that's that was my that's my little stress relief at the end of the week. Do you know what I mean? Just come be with a man, then play football and have a laugh and a joke, band and whatever. But nah, the football was just that's easy for me. Mm. I think obviously I hate losing and stuff, mm. but uh, once I go home, it's, it's you have to forget about it. Innit? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. And. Uh, to, to you, Nick, and again, this is like probably a question to to everyone. I mean, is there is there any kind of situations where like you've like been in that's kind of tested your kind of mental strength um, and issue? How like did you get through that period? To be fair, in the last four or five years, Nels, I'll say, I've been going. I've had like a lot of health problems, mm. so like I don't I don't play. I can't play no more at the moment. Um, football and we grew up playing mm. like sevens uh, 11 aside whatever it is for years but mm. um so then for me i found it hard so i disappeared didn't go and watch these lot play football stuff like that because it was hard for me um then um the last i don't know year or so uh, again you find myself by myself a lot and like a lot of reflecting a lot of thinking too much thinking but at the same time i realize I'm losing out on a lot of other stuff. So, like my friends and stuff like that. So, um, 
obviously I don't play football. We do other stuff. We have a little group um, and go play pool or whatever. And it's helped me come out more. So now I can come around football a lot more and speak and be there and, you know, crack jokes and stuff. And again, here I am now part of the management team. But before it was very hard for me. I'd just, yeah, be alone, mm. really, because yeah, I can't do what I want to do. Mm. But um, talking, that's the main thing. Like he said, we've got a group. Um, speak to my friends all the time. Mm, they just keep me, like, I don't know, they keep me going, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, so right next, you know, mm. you, you, it, you'll come again. Yeah. yeah. I think um, the older we become, the more, especially as men, I don't know, it's, 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 a, it's almost like a double-edged sword because you, from your teens to your 20s, it's all about ego and bravado. Mm -hmm. mm. And then first, I'd say probably in the late years of your 20s, to your mid thirties, it's still a bit ego, but then the people who you've grown up with, those are your family, that you know, yeah. brothers, in it. So then you can start opening mm -hmm. up to them, and then, then the older you become, you know, everyone kind of goes through certain situations, mm -hmm. and you know, literally that's literally where you need those people around you, like the pillars in it, like the yeah. pillars of your, mm -hmm. you know, your building. Hundred percent, and I think it's difficult because growing up, like. I don't know what everyone's situation, everyone's situation is different, but growing up, like, I was never told to, to speak about how I feel. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you might go through something, like, I've grew up with Nick for years, like, we've been through mad different things, and it's only, like, over the last 10 years, we've actually opened up about them, like, I'm like, raw, like, how come we've never, mm. you get what I'm trying <laughs> to say? But you, nobody teaches you these things, innit? Nobody mm. tells you, as a man, you're supposed to be hard. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So me talking to Nick about how I feel, he's going to think I'm an idiot. Do you know what I mean? But really, he's my friend. He shouldn't judge me. Mm -hmm. But we're programmed to believe that we have to be a certain way, innit? Like, male pride. It's always just male pride and ego. Like, it's mad because you hear... Like we, and the thing is, man, we all say the same thing. No, we don't talk because we're supposed to be strong and supposed to be, you don't want to look weak. And mm -hmm. But we all say that's why I think... I think now it's slowly coming out a bit more, the more and more the subject comes up. Yeah, I think there's a lot of I just talk, you get me? Because I've, I've spoken to a couple of brethren, I said, listen, bro, we're all going through things. Mm. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, we're all going through, you're not the only one. So just talk, let it out, do you know what I mean? So I think I think now it's getting, it's, it's, it's going to be a slow, it's, it's going to be slow, but <clears throat> I think more and more, I think the subject comes up more. I think man, males, men, We'll talk more, I think, or we should talk more. Definitely. We should talk more because it does help. And you don't realise when you talk, someone else might have gone through the same similar mm. thing or they might relate to what you're saying. They'll give you advice or you can give someone advice and the different opinions bounce off each other and you realise as you come away from that conversation, you feel a bit better or you feel like you might have a new drive or you might take that person's little input mm. and then just input into your situation and it can all, I'm not saying it's gonna make it all better, but it can help, do you know what I mean? So I definitely think we gotta talk more as as a male community, definitely. And like something I've gotta um, commend independent about doing is like, again, like they're, like they've never been in a football group where it's so active. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, again, like you can, you can kind of quickly um, figure out, okay, so, this is like the person that's that's like the joker. This is the person mm -hmm. that I can talk seriously about. And mm -hmm. again, like if like anyone is going through like something, mm -hmm. you can just look at like your WhatsApp thread and think, okay, you know what? I can I can kind of call this person and go, you know what? I'm going through something. Like I just need your help or advice or just to listen. So yeah, I've got to mm -hmm. commend independent for that. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. And um, what kind of advice would you kind of give to to like any any men over thirty, over over thirty five about Again, um, mental health and opening up. Similar to what Eastie was saying, man, like everybody's going through something. Everybody. Like, I think it's easy to, when you are going through something, going to a show and just, that's how people get depressed and stuff, innit? Like, you can't regulate and manage your mind, innit? So you just hide away. At the end of the day, you shouldn't really feel like people are judging you, innit? I think when you're going through something, you probably don't want to talk about certain things because mm. you think, Oh, he's gonna judge me. He's gonna think this. He's gonna think that. Like, at the end of the day, again, I think I think people need to find ways to manage their ego, so to speak, because 
it's your ego that's telling you you don't want to be judged or you don't want somebody to think certain things about your situation mm. or do you know what I mean when really like that's the time when you should be vulnerable you should be able to reach out to someone because mm. it's mad man will ask you to borrow 50 pound but won't tell you he's depressed or yeah, he's going do you know what I'm trying to say yeah 100% mm. so I feel like we just need to understand that life is full of ups and downs man and the people that are around you you've got them around you for a reason unless you're surrounded by yes people you've got them people around you for a reason in it so like leverage them man that's what they're there ultimately I think it makes it worse hiding it because it eats you up inside mm -hmm. and if you don't share it with someone or sometimes you might have something you might have to just tell one person but just telling that one person you can feel so much better <clears throat> rather than holding it for so long trying to deal with it yourself because you can't deal with everything yourself do you know what I mean Sometimes you need someone's input. Sometimes you need someone's opinion. Sometimes you need someone's advice. And do you know what I mean? I think that's what we we probably do a lot. We try and just handle it ourselves, and instead of just oh, let me ring, let me ring now, see what Nels thinks. Or I know Tabriz is kind of good. Let me just ring him. Even though sometimes I think we think, and I think we probably do it a lot. Like oh, let me think, let me phone so, so and so, but you don't do it. Mm. If I bet, I bet that person will know what I'm talking about. But then you get to the point, you think, nah, and then you just try and deal with it yourself. So I think that's. I think that's what we have a problem with as well. But I think as time goes on, I think it, it will get easier. I think it like nowadays there's a lot more awareness around it. Mm. And um, but again, like if, you, if you're not comfortable talking to someone, man, open up a book, write something down, like listen to a podcast. Like there's loads of things you can do now and you don't have to be by yourself in it. Mm. And that's the main thing. Like, don't be by yourself in it. Mm. And if it's not something, if it's not even talking to someone you know talk to someone random simple someone who don't know your situation so they don't know nothing about you they can't judge you and that kind they just know for what you're telling them do you know what I mean that that also can help as well mm. Nick no I agree I, um, like for me personally just just talking talking has helped me um, I started with my mum I guess she was like went be there for me for everything but then obviously friends and like they just feed positive to you and after a while you're like, yeah, like I can, you know, <laughs> I can do this sort it's of thing. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. that bad, like just, just talking. And then obviously also when you speak, um, you let someone else know that it's all right for them to speak. Mm. Like it's like a, it's just like an ongoing cycle. Domino effect. effect. Yeah. And then before you know it, in your circle, you're all supporting each other. Mm. Like, like a brotherhood sort of thing. Mm. Like some of the conversations we've had in our in our group, like for hours, we're just on the phone about about stuff or giving advice, you know, with partners or whatever. Mm. Like, or like some of us are known as hotheads, and then some of the calm ones are like, <laughs> no, you can't react. You can't react. Who's like, the hothead? Come on now. <laughs> in our group. Yeah. Or <sighs> what? In independent or in my little so <laughs> hotheads. In independent. In independent. In the group, hotheads. Chewy. <laughs> I don't think Chewy's that bad, you know. No, mate. I Chewy. don't think he's that bad in I'll, the groups. I respect Chewy highly, yeah. But he's really got a short fuse. He doesn't say much. And that's the problem. You can't. No, but that's the best. No, but that's what I <laughs> kind of like really. about Chewy because he won't be vocal yeah. a lot in the group. But then you know when he does pop up, you know, whatever he says, he means it. <laughs> he means yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? But he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't have. have a, ain't gonna feel up. He yeah. doesn't have a calm way of saying. No, it. no. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah. But sometimes you got you got to have players like that. You got to have people like that. Do you know what I mean? Don't mix their words, kind yeah. of thing. But still, I don't think he's disrespectful. Though. No, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I kind of rate him that he just says it how it is and. <laughs> you just got to take it, got to take it, innit? Mm. But nah, we got a few hotheads, man. Mm. I can, I can definitely. I think I'm on the edge. So when I'm playing football, yeah, it's a different side of me. Mm. Mm. But in general, I'm quite level-headed. Yeah. I mean, again, like exactly what you said before. Sometimes it's about trying to manage your emotions yeah. in that kind of those clutch moments. Yeah, you have to. So <coughs> you have to. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um. Again, where where do you guys think Independent are going to finish next season? Silence. <laughs> no, no, like, realistically, if we uh, 
build on what we've got, then I can't see us falling off. Do you know what I mean? We, you can say the season was a bit mad because obviously the stop start games, obviously the LSU game got thrown, whatever, like points got taken away. So the season was mad, but personally, I feel like if we add to what we got, then it could be a very good season. So I don't even like talking too much about predictions and all that. I just feel like if we give a good account of ourselves, we do very well simple we're starting to iron out the kinks we're starting to actually be a team mm. do you know what I mean and I think that was our biggest problem over the years like well I've only been there two and a half years so I think that was for me it's all good turning up and being <coughs> 11 individuals because you could have 11 individual quality players mm. but how do you make that into a team innit? and I think like now slowly everyone's starting to understand their strengths and weaknesses and it's all come together nicely, man. So I'm definitely going to say we'll be there or thereabouts. Okay. I'll probably say... You're, you, see, you're retired now. Yeah, so, you, I, 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 so you I, I, can I, say I, what you want. Yeah, I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now no, I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm not going to sit on the fence. I'm going to say... There's one team we need to beat. That's it. There's one team we need to beat. And I think we beat them... I reckon we take the league. So I reckon personally, first or second again. Because I, I don't think, we don't fit no team. We don't fit no team. But it's just one team we have to beat. And until we do that, do you know what I mean? So I'll, I'll say first or second, definitely. I agree with that. Um, yeah. I think, I think, um, Obviously, there's some very good teams. Yeah, in. I think it's going to be very competitive. And um, the team that's just come up, they're very good as well. And I think they'll be very strong. Um, but ultimately, the team that we have to beat is a team that beat us three times. Four times. Three. And one was a draw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So... To that's, me, that's like a loss, have to, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. You have, have, like have to beat them. Upset. Like... I think any team that can beat them or finish above them will mm. probably win the league. I like to see what Holland's going to do next season. I like to see a lot of teams, man. Yeah, they're going to be strong. I, I mean, like it's, I think it'd be a usual suspects again: LSU, mm. Holland, um, Santos, mm. Independent, Charcoal. I think those five teams is going to be the battle. And the big, the big one. I think. I think there'll be a few upsets through the season, though. Oh yeah, definitely. I think there'll definitely be a few upsets. I think um, I could probably say what I want because I'm not part of the division. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, I think um, it all depends on who who teams sign. So, mm. but yeah, I think Hollington are going to surprise a few people. <coughs> well, it's not really a surprise. Yeah. I think, you know, they were kind of made for Div 1. Um, I think yeah, Independent are going to, uh, you know, are going to come close. Um do I think that that was last like season was, was the perfect opportunity, like almost like the perfect storm? Yes, mm. you know LSU were, you know, were, were like not firing after after like the incident. Of course, like charcoal were kind of in and out and playing them four times. Like after like the second time, personally, I thought you guys would have sussed them out. Yeah, I didn't like having to play them four times though. But I mean, again, like if you if you can play like one team four times, I'm expecting at least. I think, do you know what, yeah? I think mentally they had the beating of us yeah, before we even kicked the ball. <laughs> mentally, thing. do you know why? And I give, I give their manager a lot of credit. Like, he knows how to play the game in it. Mm. He definitely does. Um, and they've got a lot of players who have played at a level. So mm. they don't really need much management. Do you know what I mean? Maybe in-game management, but they know how to do their stuff in it. Um, yeah, I just think psychologically they'd had us before they even kicked, we even kicked the ball. So mm. if we can overcome that, because we've shown we can match them. Especially at their ground. I think I think that's the, that's probably, I mean, I'm not going to say it's the most intimidating ground, but again, I, I think I've said it before. I don't know if it's a psychological ploy, but they have those barriers around the pitch. 
And especially at this level. Yeah, the people they the, the, the people that's watching, they stand quite close to the pitch, and even on yeah, outside on, by the, yeah. where the cars are, isn't it? Like, yeah, the cars yeah. are, but like they've they got very close to the pitch, though. But like they've actually got like a mm-hmm. like a marker like, mm-hmm. around the pitch, right? And at this level, you only see that at cup finals. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a psychological play, but I saw it straight away. I'm like, oh, okay. So like already when you're kind of going into the ground and when you're going onto the pitch, there's some players that haven't played at that kind of level. And I think, mm. oh my gosh, it's a it's a cup final, mm. you know, you know, it's against a team that that just at its present moment win everything, mm-hmm. no matter what people say. Mm. Yes, the manager is Marmite. I think people know in terms of how I feel about him, which which again this is this is probably not the show. But yes, he kinda knows how to win football games. <laughs> And like their players are serial winners as well, and yeah, I I think they got that. a good group there. Though. They got a good, good team. Yeah, definitely got a good balance. Yeah. Cool, Nikki, who's part of the management. Thank you for, so much for like coming on. Easty, who's semi semi retired. Retired. Semi retired. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still around. I'm still part of the the setup. Still union, and still helping out with management now. So yeah, I'm still around. Cool. And Nelson, the conductor. Uh, independent again. When I first saw you play, I'm like, this guy is just, he's just controlling the whole midfield. I'm washed up now. <laughs> <laughs> again, thank you so much for that coming. No problem, man. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Having us.